0: Well, hello everyone. I am Matt Williamson. How's everyone doing this lovely day? Um, what we are going to do today is I'm going to get back to my final stat situation we talked about and talk about the Steelers run game. And this isn't a knock at Arthur Smith, but it's a concern. We're going to talk about all the stats from Pittsburgh's offense running the ball. And you tell me if you think that needs changed or upgraded. I don't think it does. And my point is, I hope Smith doesn't mess too much with the run game. Keep the pulling and trapping and man schemes and don't go to the heavy outside zone that he prefers. So, I'm sure these have been talked about. I'm not even implying that it's a sure bet that he will. But I would imagine what we do know is they're going to run the ball a lot. So, anyway, here we, we're going to get started here. From week nine until the end of the regular season, the Steelers averaged 145.2 rushing yards per game and had 13 rushing touchdowns. That was fifth most rushing yards, second most rushing touchdowns. From week nine on, I mean, it's like half the season. Harris and Warren combined for 404 carries for 18-19 rushing yards and 12 touchdowns. No other Steelers ball carrier, including quarterbacks, had more than 57 rushing yards. The Lions were the only other team with two running backs with hundred yard, 1,000 yards or more from scrimmage. I do think you will see these two on the field a lot more with Smith. Harris has started his career with three straight 100-yard rushing seasons, the only Steelers ball carrier in history to accomplish that fact, that feat. He also is the only running back to have a three-year current streak of 1,000 seasons in the entire NFL. Joe Mixon and Harris are the only two running backs in the league with 1,200-plus scrimmage yards in each of the last three years. His explosive run rate was 10th best in the NFL in the Steelers wins this year. He averaged 4.3 yards per carry and eight rushing touchdowns compared to averaging just 3.45 yards per carry and zero rushing touchdowns in their losses. Think about that. He didn't score a rushing touchdown in games they lost. Pittsburgh was 7-0 when Harris scored a touchdown. Pretty bonkers. Among the running backs with 100 plus carries, Warren's 5.3 yards per rush attempt was only behind Devon A-Chain and Christian McCaffrey. His explosive run rate ranked third, and Warren's rushing yards after first contact per attempt was second best in the league. He's a bit of a star. 5.7 of the Steelers' rushing attempts produced gains of 15 or more yards. Only three offenses were better. Only seven offenses generated more yards per carry after first contact than the Steelers. Pittsburgh's offense was on the field for 1,000. And we're going to go back on that one. We're going to hold that for tomorrow because there's another thing I want to talk about here today. Want to tell you about our friends at Bet Online. With NFL playoffs here and the NBA season in full swing, as it is, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember, use the promo code BELIEVE B L E A V all one word, all caps to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we would bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Have get 30 30, I bet you get 30, I bet you get 20 20 20, I bet you get 20 20, I bet you get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're going to talk NFL awards. And the Steelers are right in the mix of these things, to be honest with you. So the most valuable player finalists are Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy. Now, you should know all votes were cast after the the regular season. So, the fact that Dak got beat bad or Lamar didn't go as far as he wanted, Allen didn't get to the Final Four, means nothing. So, playoffs don't matter at all for these awards. That being said, Lamar's going to win. And he would get my vote as well. I got no problem with that whatsoever. The five finalists for defensive player of the year are Daron Bland, cornerback from Cowboys, who had a million pick sixes, Max Crosby, Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, TJ Watt. And those last four with Nick Bosa to me make out the five elite edge rushers in the league. I think Garrett's going to win it. Frankly, and being as unbiased as possible, Watt deserves it. He had the best season, he had the best statistics. Yes, he missed a little bit of time, but not dramatic amounts. Garrett had one sack in his last six games. And yes, the Browns defense was the best out of these on here. Frankly, Bland has no chance. And the two Cowboys don't even cancel each other out to me. And frankly, I think Crosby should be second. I mean, he eats a ton of snaps and gets no help. But yes, the Browns defense was the best of these groups. But it was unbelievably good at home. And very average on the road. So, you know, hold that with however you want. But in the end, their defense was great. Probably the third or fourth best in the league. Clearly behind the Ravens. But on the road, it was very average. And I'm not a proponent of you just give the award to the best player on the best defense. I mean, then maybe Roquan Smith should have an argument or, you know, somebody like that. Watt had the best year. Offensive player of the year, which should never go to a quarterback now. Tyreek is a finalist. Lamar is a finalist. CeeDee Lamb's a finalist, as is Dak and McCaffrey. So to me, Lamb was unbelievable, but he was slightly behind Tyreek. Tyreek versus McCaffrey is the conversation. And Tyreek missed a game or two, and he was on this quest to get the 2,000 yards. He didn't get there. And I think McCaffrey ends up running away with this. Nah, that, I mean, that is a joke, but hey, he did pretty well wearing the ball. Guy scores an unbelievable amount of touchdowns. He changes the game. That was probably the best offense in the league. So I think McCaffrey wins that award soundly. This is nuts to me. The offensive rookie of the year, it's going to go to Stroud, but Pukunakua set records. So, those two, basically any year that they would be in it would win this. And poor Puka is stuck behind an all-time great rookie quarterback season. Sam Laporta, the season he had, would probably win it 50% of the years. As would his teammate, Jameer Gibbs, who's also a finalist. Bijan Robinson comes from the Arthur Smith team. He was my preseason vote and fell short. Again, could have been used a little more, yes, but... Didn't have a bad season. So, it's going to go to Stroud, but Puka had an unbelievable year, and Gibbs and LaPorta were really strong as well. Now, this could work in the Steelers' favor, because the Defensive Rookie of the Year candidates are about as weak as I can remember. And Joey Porter Jr. is one of them. Will Anderson for Houston's the other. Jalen Carter, defensive tackle for the Eagles. Kobe Turner, you probably don't even know who that is, defensive tackle from the Rams. And Devon Witherspoon, who was a very highly drafted corner. They almost all have equal cases. And this was Carter's award to win. But he was actually, when the Eagles fell apart the last six, seven games of the year, whatever it is, probably even more than that, to be honest, he was losing playing time. He was hitting a rookie wall. He was not producing So, he became more of as much of the problem as the solution because early in the year, he was unbelievable and was running away with this. Witherspoon was great, pretty much start to finish. The Porter was better, to be honest. But the thing that hurts Porter is it took him a month or so to be an every-down starter. But Witherspoon didn't travel with number ones. I've cited the stats, which I don't 100% believe, but mostly believe corner stats are a little rough. But his stats are remarkable against number one receivers. Kobe Turner was phenomenal next to Aaron Donald. I mean, followed him around, learned from him like crazy. One of these unknowns. And I think he's got a real chance to win it. But I bet some voters just don't know enough about him. So, I think the award will go to Will Anderson. A lot of good vibes in Houston, especially late in the year. Again, playoffs don't matter. But none of them I thought were great. So, I think Porter's in the mix. I'm going to skip comeback player of the year because I think it's kind of dumb. And I guess I'm not going to skip it, but Damar Hamlin is going to win it. And hey, it's a tremendous story. I'm very happy for the young man. He's done a lot of good things in Buffalo, in our hometown of Pittsburgh. He's a pit guy. He barely played this year, though. Like It should go to Baker Mayfield or Joe Flacco, but it won't. Anyway. Um, last one I want to talk about, I'm not going to dig into assistant coach of the year. I guess we could. It's going to be either Ben Johnson or Mike McDonald, Monken with the Ravens, Schwartz with the Browns, and Slowick with the Texans are the others in the mix. Three out of the three of these five are in the AFC North, two from the Ravens. Um, It's going to go to McDonald or Johnson. That's a total coin flip coach of the year. Dan Campbell with the Lions is a finalist, as is Harbaugh, as is D'Amico Ryans with the Texans, as is Shanahan with the Niners, and Stefanski with the Browns. All have good candidacies. I mean, they all have good cases. Mine would be McVeigh with the Rams. I mean, I think they're going to pick in the top five. I and mean, going into the season, most of you, no offense knew who Aaron Donald was, and maybe couldn't name one more Rams defensive player on opening day. Maybe you knew who Jones was, the linebacker, but a lot of these dudes, like we just talked about, you know, the the rookie defensive tackle, you know, Kobe Turner, he was a rookie. I mean, you guys didn't know much about him. Had a really good year. The offense was really good start to finish, but he's not going to win it because he's not a finalist. I think it'll go to D'Amico Ryans. Harbaugh is a pretty strong case as well, but. As you know, the Chuck Knowles, the Belichick's, those guys just don't win it because expectations are always high. So Harbaugh's expected to win and he won, even though he was the best team in the league in the regular season. That's probably not enough. I understand D'Amico Ryan's getting it, and I have no problems with that, considering how desolate the Texans were when he took over. But I thought McVeigh was the better candidate. But there you go. Uh, thanks so much. We we're presented by Bet Online, and I will talk to you Monday, I guess. Over and out.